I'm already recording, oh. so we got that on there. So great. <laughs> and that's hey, you know, that's a, <clears throat> that's a, uh, a that's that 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 funeral dirge is great for what we're talking about today. So uh, yeah, anyway, it was actually Darth Vader. But oh yeah, it was Imperial March. Yeah, and Imperial it, March. It, the way you were doing it, it sounded like a funeral dirge. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the Project X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with I am Big Dave. And today we have a sad topic. It's so sad the dog won't shut up about it either. And um, but now he's back there crying. This this comes from something that happened recently. Um, we probably should put some funeral music in. Yeah, right here I mean, it I, is, you're broken up. I, I think I see tears. It's you know we we lost Toys R Us a couple of years ago. You know they they shuttered. Finally, I mean, I know that, you know, Toys R Us Canada and, and they're still in Japan and a few other, you know, countries around that kind of stuff. But in the U.S., we lost Toys R Us completely. They yeah. all, all of them shut down and, you know, and it's one of those things that, you know, it was a company that had been around for 80 years, a little over 80 years yeah. at the, when they shut down. And and honestly, the reason that they, they had to shut down is because of some some real, pardon the language, some real fuckery uh, for, you know, Ooh. in the financial situation. It was Bain Capital. It was Mitt Romney's uh, <sighs> venture capitals group that, that screwed them, yeah. you know. And, um, but that got me, what, what started all this is that our, the local Toys R Us here is just a couple of miles from my house. Uh, I was driving through there a few days ago, and they had actually started demolishing the building. Yeah, and that—I mean, Halloween Express didn't even get a yeah, chance yeah, to go and move into I know the carcass. That was, I know that was a thing, you know, last year that was people talked about. Oh yeah, the Halloween Express has moved into these, you know. Hey, and no hating on Halloween no, Express. No, no, I no, love no, 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 Halloween yeah. Express. But it's one of those things. But they're where, almost like a hermit crab. Yeah, exactly. They, they move around crawling into empty buildings. Yeah. And so this was a. You know, that really, really hit home of yeah. this isn't coming back. Now, I know that, that this year, the uh, I can't remember the company that someone bought the name yeah. Toys R Us, uh, you know, and Jeffrey and all, like, all that kind of stuff because it's that. Um, and you see that a lot with bankruptcies where people will buy the assets like names. Uh, yeah. Same thing happened with Blockbuster Video. The intellectual property. Yeah, because because it has name recognition. Yes, that is, um, you know, and, and and that 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 name has value, so they can put it out there, you know, as something else. And they haven't <clears throat> announced some um, that they're not opening the large stores they're like kind of going to go back into malls like one of the yeah, stores kinda, that right, I'm going to mention right they're going to go back into malls and only in select places and they also have a they have some kind of deal with Target yeah. to where they they're basically going to have like in the toy section it'll be like Toys R Us spawn you know it had the Toys R Us name the, on it or whatever you know the toy section will be right the, brought to you by Toys R Us yeah. or whatever you know and I'm like okay at least they live on that way besides just in the heart of all of us that because yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll say it now and I will say it for the day I die I will always be a Toys R Us kid there yeah. is no ifs ands or buts about that I was still shopping at the place all the way up until the end so it wasn't my fault that they went out of business <laughs> I was still giving them a lot of money so. yeah you, you were going in and buying out the clearance stuff and I did the going it. out of business I, stuff I, I hated that they went out of business but I did enjoy those sales I can tell you that much this and, man has a Lego addiction and this was before I even got into Legos that much I mean I was just buying I was buying like vinyl pops and I was buying oh, you yeah. know but I was 
was also looking like their video games, you know, because they yeah. had closeouts and all that stuff. And, and, you know, and at the time, you know, my son was really into like the Peppa Pig and some stuff like that. Some of the stuff he was into, mm-hmm. I was, yeah. of course, I was still, I was still kind of doing Marvel Legends and some stuff, you know. So it was one of those things that it worked out for that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And we are back. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, when nature calls. Uh, where were we before we were that? We were talking about Toys R Us. Okay, so I, was, I, was, I did give them money all the way up until yeah. the end. And I was there, our local one, you know, there, was a, there was a certain date they were going to end. Like it was gonna, they were all shutting down on this yeah. date. And I made it a point to go back that like I was there the day before they were supposed to shut down and they were down to nothing. I mean, it was, you know, they had most of the store cordoned off, you know, it was all up near the registers and stuff. And I wanted to go back on their last day just because, because this, this is the thing. I mean, I know it it may sound strange to people, but Toys R Us was just a big part of my life from the time I was a kid all the way through, you know? And so it was one of those things that I went back on the day they were supposed to close and they never opened. So I actually was there on their final day, but they were they were they were they just didn't reopen. They on probably that had already sold everything at that yeah, point. Yeah, and I'm sure whatever little was left. Now the funny thing about it is that they left the electricity on for oh you know a while after yeah. that on the inside, and so and I have a picture of it that I took like maybe a couple of weeks or a month afterward or something. It was a nighttime. So like, you know, all this, you know, the, the everything's lit up, you know, the, yeah. the signs lit up, you know, on the inside and <clears throat> from where well, I took it from across the street, it still looked like the store was open. Yeah. You know, I mean, cause you know, all, even the, even the, like their, their cash registers were still like, you know, they had the computer cash registers and you could see they were still on everything. Yeah. And I remember coming through there one night and everything was just dark and it was like, Oh, I guess, you know, whatever they went, but driving through there the other day and half the store being down, just, it really hit me hard. And what was the thing about it is that, and I told you this earlier because we were up there was that my son was in the car with me. He's six and, uh, he's, he's, he doesn't remember Toys R Us because he was still really little, yeah. you know, when we would go there, but we pulled into the parking lot and I took a picture of where they were, where they were doing the demo, you know, and he, he kept saying, it's broken. We need to fix it. It's broken. We need to fix it. You know, and it was just like, <laughs> this is just making it even worse on top yeah. of it all, you know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, buddy, it is broken. We do need to fix it. You know, it's because, not just broken. It's, yeah. It's and, dead. and it's one of those, like I said, you know, we can get into this just a little bit. What happened with them is that they were, they were a, they were doing really well all the way through. They were, they were operating in the black, yeah. Well into the the 2000s, like the you know the early 2000s. They were kind of slow getting into the online. They yeah. had to deal with Amazon uh, in the in the very beginning and they were selling their stuff through there. Amazon and Toys R Us will eat anybody's well, lunch. But it wasn't Amazon's that did it, okay? It no, was because they they pulled out of that and they went to toysrus.com and they never quite got the hang of the online the sales. online stuff. And that new mix of politician in. What happened? was that Bain Financial saw how well they were doing and purchased them for, I forget what the amount, it was a billion dollars somewhere yeah. in there. So being, if you know anything about venture capitalists, what they do is basically they'll, they'll, they'll have like several, they'll buy several companies or something like that. They'll bring them all under one umbrella. And then basically what they do is that they will 
Like, and what they did with Toys R Us is that they bought Toys R Us. It was still going to be its own autonomous thing, you know, under under their umbrella. But what they did is since Bain Financial had spent a billion dollars buying them, they basically took the billion dollars that they owed, you know, that, that, they had, that they had spent, put that debt on Toys R Us. Yep. And then turned around and sold off their share in Toys R Us for, you know, several hundred million dollars and made this big profit because technically they did not have a billion dollars worth of debt in purchasing Toys R Us, Toys R Us had a billion dollars worth yeah. of debt, or, or however much it was, and that's what wound up sinking them because all of a sudden a company that had been running in the black for decades all of a sudden had this huge crippling amount of debt because of something someone else did, and that's what, what sent them under. And You know, I may have friends that do this, but mm-hmm. if somebody walks up to you and go, hi, I'm a venture capitalist. I'd like to invest in your company. Mm-mm. Run from them mm-hmm. because they will buy your company to tear it into little Absolutely. bitty pieces and sell it off Absolutely. for a profit. And that's exactly what they did to Toys R Us, and that's why we don't have them any longer. And, you know, it's... See, whereas Toys R Us was your toy store. I love Toys R Us. I didn't live in a city big enough to have a Toys R Us until we moved here. Unfortunately, three of the stores that made up the three different toy stores that I Mm -hmm. got stuff from my childhood, they're no longer in business. Which one are you talking about? Well, there's three different ones. I've got them on my list. Um, Number one being KB Toys. Okay. You do know that Toys R Us owned KB Toys, right? Eventually. They bought them out. But KB Toys also has been trying to make a comeback because they, I think in all of that, they were sold off separately. Yeah. And so the company that bought them were like, no, we could bring them back as pop-up stores like during the holidays and stuff. No, bring and, them back to the malls, eh, please. But the thing is, is that malls are dying. I mean, that well, is... You get all that, you get all the open-air mall yeah, stuff. But, but that's that's the big thing with the malls, is that the malls themselves are dying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> go ahead. That's, yeah. That's, um, the other one's Kmart. Growing up, okay. as a kid, um, you had you had Sears, mm-hmm. which is slowly going away, because well, you had the Sears Dream Catalog. Right. And you had the Kmart mm-hmm. toy catalog. Oh. Eh. It wasn't as good as the Sears. No, not but, in the slightest. You know, if you're living in a small town where you got a Kmart and you got the catalog, you couldn't just look at the catalog. You actually got to go over to the store, you know. And Kmart's one that's no longer around anymore. Well, they were Kmart, okay. Um, Kmart had again, they they did what a lot of companies like they'd been around a long time. Yeah. Um they did the same thing that a lot of companies do that have been around and been successful. They basically overbuilt. Yes. You know, and they... Uh, Looking at you, Dollar General. Yeah. They, they they definitely overbuilt and saturated the market with their own. I mean, because it's one of those things. I mean, we had... There were Kmarts all over the place, the, you know. Be, the, there were Kmarts like there were Starbucks or now. Uh, sometimes. I yeah. mean, because it's like... Because here, there was there was the one that was here in Madison. Of course, if you're not familiar, but there was one right down... Basically down the street from where I live. Yep. But then there was one... In Gulletsville, which yep. is the next town over, which is not, I mean, just a few miles away. And then there was one in Hendersonville, and then there was one in Gallatin. Gallatin. And these are all, for those of you that don't know Nashville, it's one of those things where basically there's there's 31A, which is Gallatin Road. Well, it's 31E. 30, or 31E, it's okay. It's 31E. That runs from downtown Nashville all the way to Kentucky. All the way through Kentucky. Yeah, type yeah. thing. But it's one of those things that going down that street, basically, it's like you... you 
cross over a, another highway and it's Madison yeah. and then then you go into Gulletsville yep. and then you go into Hendersonville yep. and then you go into Gallatin. Yep. And, and so it's one of those things. And what's funny is if you keep on that road, you end up in the little town that I was born in. That oh, yeah. I keep talking about yeah, 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 because true. it's all that's in true. the same highway. That's true. But it's one of those things where you, so you <clears> got to think, okay, so there's all these little towns that are only, that are right next to each other. I mean, yeah. literally they, they go from one to the next to the next to the next. And each one of them had a Kmart. Yep. Well, that you Kinda can't like Walmart. You now. can't sustain. Well, Walmart with the super centers, They've pulled back quite a bit, you know, because it's one of those yeah, things and where... And they're trying to compete with Dollar General now right, with the neighborhood right, right. markets and all that. And but that brings me to the third store. Mm-hmm. And well, what was I going to say about Car- Kmart? Yeah, they yeah, did all ahead. that. They, they, they accrued a lot of debt because of it. Yeah. And, and because Walmart stock, was eating their lunch. Yeah, and yeah, Walmart and Kmart, you know, and that's, we have people talk about, oh, that's the Kmart version of, because they were always seen as other. Yeah. They, they were not, you know, it's a uh, prime example, the GoBots. They were, people yes. always say, oh, they're, oh, they're the GoBot. They're the uh, Kmart transformers, which basically means they're the, they're the not very good. Yeah. They're the not, they're not really a knockoff, but they're the, the lesser of the two. It, it's kind of the, the way Target and Walmart are now. Yeah. Yeah. Target's, kind of the up now yeah. in Walmart, you know, so, but what wound up happening is that in the late nineties, Sears bought Kmart. Yes. And they bought Kmart. They bought LL bean. Yeah. They bought several, but the, that, that with the Kmart, what happened? Yeah. They, they bought Kmart and then, which means Sears Roebuck, which had been around for over a hundred years, yes. all of a sudden accrued a ton of debt because of that because Kmart had a bunch of debt and so they wound up closing down a bunch of stores yep and they started putting their product like uh, Craftsman yes wound up going into Kmart as well because Craftsman was a Sears product yep and so it's one of those things with that with all that debt and everything that slowly over time they started shutting down all the Kmarts I guess it was what three or four years ago when they they closed them all like they all of them went might have been longer than that because who knows with days anymore, but Sears is now closing. Yeah. And that Sears is one of them that's on mine. And I remember because there used to be a Sears here in Madison. It was a standalone. It was outside of a mall. I think I remember. Yeah. That. And it was one of those things that it was like, I have memories around that place because I remember when you walked in the front door that, that faced, you know, the main highway, there was a big candy counter there, Oh yeah, you know, and that was really cool. But then I also remembered that's where I bought my first transformers and GI Joe nice. and some of that stuff because it was like, and the Sears catalog, like their wish book that came out every year was one of the, I look forward to at Christmas every year. There was, mm. there was Sears, there was JC Penney, which is also closing, yeah. but their catalog was another one that we had all the toy stuff. Yeah. And the third one in that for me was service merchandise. We'll talk oh, about them in a minute because service merchandise. I have, yeah. I know a little more about that one, but it's my first bookshelf stereo uh, was a Gerard that came yeah, with service, merchandise. service yeah. merchandise. So, but because of that acquisition of Kmart, that pretty much started Sears down the spiral. Well, Sears was a boat that had an anchor, and, and they took on three more. Exactly. So and so that's why Kmart went away. Yeah. And now Sears is going away because our local Sears, when they when they moved it from the standalone, the standalone to, to the, the mall, mall, 
you know, it was one of the anchor stores. You know, that was one of the, you know, we had JCPenney and that and uh, Dillard's. Another and, store that's gone away, Caster Knotts. And Caster Knotts. That was a local, like our regional anyway, yeah. you know. But they were bought out and then bought out again and then bought out again. It was Caster Knotts. Went to Profits. Profits. Which I worked for Profits when they first got it. And then it was Hex. Hex. And then they were bought out by Macy's. Yes. And now Macy's, and now Macy's is, is gone also. Away, they, yeah. are, they are closing <clears throat> a ton of those stores as well. Yeah. So, um, My wife actually which is for funny because, Knots. because Macy's uh, owns Saks yeah. as well. And not Saks owns Macy's. Macy's owned Saks, yeah. Six, Saks Fifth, Fifth Avenue. They bought them and they closed a bunch of those as well because of it. And again, it's that whole... And we're going to get into that in a lot of this stuff. It's it's throwing bad money at worse money. Yeah, you know, is what it comes down to. And you, you that is a that is a spiral of you're going to close. <laughs> you're going to yeah. you're going to burn this thing to the ground if you keep doing that stuff. So, but the, anyways, what was your third one? The so? third one was the first place that I used that I got toys when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And this is when we were still living in that little town, Kentucky, and it was a store called Big K. Yes. It was big and in a great big, big, big K, K, right? And a lot of folks don't. And Big K, that is a drink, also. It's a yes. brand of like it's a from Kroger. It's an off brand. It is now, yeah. But it started with Big K, yeah. That was their kind of you know like a Walmart has Sam's brand, yeah. You know, and it, that kind of stuff where it's basically Coke or whatever, but yeah. it's got a different. But name it's the Kmart yeah, version, exactly, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So. But. Um, I doubt there's very many people nowadays that remember this, but there were certain stores, especially grocery stores, that if Mm -hmm. you went and bought, you would get a certain amount of, it was a certain brand, it was G&H Green Stamps. Yes. And you would get your stamps, and you put the stamps in the book, and Mm -hmm. you would save your stamps, and then there was was an actual G&H Green Mm -hmm. Stamp store. Mm -hmm. We had a store. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I never saw one of the stores. I've seen the catalogs before. There were catalogs, but we actually had a store. And we would go in there and mom would use those green stamps, you know, to buy, you know, pots and pans right, or, right. Or, or stuff that she needed. But she would also get toys with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, between the Big K and the G&H green stamp place, that's where I got most of my toys at hmm. when I was a kid. Hmm. Yeah, that, um, who was, I think it was a local, um, there was a local here in Nashville, it was HG Hill food store yeah. that used to do those when I was a kid, yeah. you know, and that's another thing that there, there are plenty of, and, and just about anybody can talk about local and regional stuff. That's not with us any longer. Oh, yeah. You know, um, uh, we had another, uh, department store that was here in Nashville. It was Harvey's. Oh, and, my wife talks about Harvey's yeah, And there was the only time. two of them and it was over here right around the corner from where I live, you know, back where uh, the Denim and Diamonds used to be, yeah. you know, and it was really cool because, I mean, they were massively overpriced because a lot of, you know, especially locally owned stuff is yeah. always more expensive than, you know, so, but what was really cool is their logo, um, was a, uh, it was a carousel horse. And I remember walking in that store and when you walked in, the escalators were right there. Like you walk in maybe 20 feet or something, the escalators, cause it was a, a upstairs and a downstairs yeah. and the escalators were right there. And there was this huge carousel horse that hung above the elevators or the escalators right oh, there, nice. you know? So it's one of those things I remember that. And then there was a store downtown also. That yeah. That's, people, I uh, think that's the one my yeah. wife talks about. Um, and so, yeah, again, you're getting into local and regional stuff, you know, depending yeah. on, but, um, let me look at my list here because yeah, I, I've got so much stuff on here that 
Okay. And, and a lot of these are from where the mall culture's dying. A lot of it is. And a lot of mine are come from the malls. Here's another one. Another department store that is no longer with us that I have just fond memories of yeah. was Hills Department Store. I vaguely remember okay. Hills. It was, there was a, there was a Hills in Hendersonville there when was, I first moved there was in. and and it and was, it went away like two or three years yeah. after I moved. There was in. one here in Madison where the old time pottery. Yeah, yeah, is, okay. okay, right there. Now, I can walk into that place now because they haven't really changed the inside of it much. I mean, obviously, you know, seriously, because like the 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 checkout lanes are exactly where they yeah. were before. You know, I mean, everything in there except you know, like they don't have the the snack bar any longer at the front when you walk through the you know through the 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 doors, you know, and that kind of stuff. But I can walk through that place with you and tell you almost exactly where everything was located. Nice. In there, of like, okay, the electronics were here, the toys were over here, the clothes, yeah. the boys' clothes were here, the home goods were here, the bubble. I mean, like, I can just about go through that entire store and show you where everything was located because we used to go there. It was just right around the corner from where I from where I yeah. live, you know, and yeah, we went yeah. there a lot. And I associate a lot of toys <laughs> with that with place. Hills Department I also store. associate a lot of Atari games. With oh, that store, yeah. because that's where we would usually go to buy See, them. We got all of ours from Sears. See, yeah, we, it was one of those things that you know here and there, but it was so close yeah. to where we lived that it was. In fact, you know, my, my Atari twenty six hundred uh-huh. was actually the Sears, the Sears where, version, where yeah. Sears the paid black, Atari. What do they call it the the Darth the, the, the Vader is what they. they it's no, been recalled that it's the it all was, black. No, yeah. it was a, it was all black with a white face where the buttons mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. and they basically paid atari to they, they licensed it is basically yeah. what they did yeah and that and that was how they atari first got into stores and then yeah. the atari went with no we're atari you know we don't need sears now um but hills department store i used to love that place you know and it was yeah. another one of those where they didn't you know they didn't do catalogs or any of that kind of stuff i mean it really was they go in you know but i remember in this <laughs> Especially uh, for those of you who are listening, um, if you know anything about toys um, and, and GI Joe, especially, I just got a new tattoo Hold on, um, get a, oh, last week, and it is GI Joe centric. Um, it is the tattoo that both Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow have on their forearm, on their their right forearm, and that again goes back to when I was a kid, you know, reading the comic book and that becoming like a finding out about that and being like, Oh my God, what, what's going on here? There's a story, you know? And of course it played out over years of them explaining you yeah. know, what happened. Um, but I remember when, if you know anything about the, about the, the eighties GI Joe, you know, that they came, they started in 83. Yeah. 83. Um, and that first wave, you know, was all, you know, you had snake eyes was in there and it yeah. was his original, look where it was just like the black with the goggles, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. They redesigned him, um, uh, a couple of years in, um, which became kind of what people think of now where he kind of has that visor that goes all around his head, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, the pouches and that's where <clears throat> they timber, this wolf came with him, you know, yeah. and he had the backpack and the sword and the ninja sword, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because when he originally, he just came with a, an Uzi, you know, that was, that's kind of yeah. what, what his thing was, but they redesigned, they redesigned him a couple of times, but that became like, you had that first wave of, of him, and then you had the second one, and th- those two. But anyways, when the first time that I found that second one was at Hill's Department Store, nice. I remember like walking onto the aisle 
and seeing it there. And there was a kid that was already around my age that was standing there and he picked it up and was looking at it. And I'm kind of standing there like, please let him put it down. Please let him put it down. Please let, you know, type thing. And he did eventually. And almost as soon as, I mean, I, I didn't even let him walk away hardly before I grabbed it, you know, and I was like, Oh, this is mine. You know, it's nice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, running in front of my mom's like, please gotta get this, please. You know, and it's just, I have those, those associated, you know, uh, memories with that store as yeah. well as a lot of other stuff. I mean, I remember bought a lot of clothes there, you know, um, again, it was cheap. It was low, you know, it was right here close, you know, uh, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Uh, OP stuff, OP, you know, yeah. that they, they, a lot of ocean, ocean Pacific. Pacific, you know, a, a lot of day glow neon oh, colors, and, mad dog jams. Yes. Mad dog. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, and it just, I, I just, like I said, I know... Those in your vans, black and white checker, yeah, slip-on so, sneakers. But they've been gone since the early 90s. I think it was either 90 or 91 when they closed down everything, yeah, you know, like and that. they went completely under. Uh, they were kind of regional. Um, they were mainly in the, um, like in uh, Virginia and West Virginia and Pennsylvania, you know, that area and stuff. Yeah. But they came down into Tennessee and Georgia and Alabama and a few places like that eventually. Uh, so it was kind of regional as well, you know, but, yeah. it, but it was big enough to where a lot of people, especially around these areas, like remember Hills department store, you know, uh, what do you, do you have something else that, well, as we've talked about in a lot of the other shows, you know, as a kid, we moved around quite a bit, mm-hmm. but it didn't matter where we lived at. If you went to the mall, one of these two places were at the mall, okay, and now they're both gone. And okay. that's Camelot and Sam Goody. <laughs> um, it's where I bought a lot of my music from. It's where I got. It's where I get band T-shirts from. Yeah, it's where yeah. I get posters from. There was, uh, and we talked about this because I, I told you when we were kind of talking about this earlier. Yeah, I didn't put Camelot on here because technically they're still around. No, they're not. I know. No, they're not. They were bought by Fye, or they became Fye. I guess I don't know if they were actually purchased by them or what, but they they, they rebranded. Got, they and, got Empire Records. Yeah, and even Fye, I don't know if they're. They're they're not what they used to be. Um, no. Um, in that same vein, because I have some stuff. But you remember when Blockbuster Music? Oh yeah. You remember when they moved in? You yeah. know, and um, I sat many many even like I have uh, mornings. I got up real early on a Saturday morning when concert tickets went on sale and sat yeah. in on that concrete outside of of uh, of. Um, Blockbuster music and bought really good seats for ticket for yeah. uh, for for concerts, you know. Um, but again, that was another one of those Blockbuster was kind of overextending themselves, yes. you know. And, and Blockbuster music didn't last very long, and then it became Warehouse Music. Is that right? I yeah, think it was something like, like they that. changed the name, and then it, it just it disappeared after a while. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, a Camelot and Sam Goody. So we had a Sam Goody here. Uh, my buddy Rob was the manager. This is before I knew him. Yeah. And uh, and Brody worked there also. Okay. Like, that's how they met, was working there back in the early 90s. And I remember going there quite a bit. Um, it was over here at Rivergate at the mall again. Yeah. Um, we have a local mall that's... We'll, we'll talk about malls here in a minute because we can... There's a whole lot that We've got with one that. that's dead and one that's dying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And... Uh, well, we have more than one that died over the years. Yeah, but, but this one's been reborn as a. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Open it's a air. dirt mall. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, but anyways, it's one of those things where 
Um, Sam Goody, I loved Sam Goody. Oh, yeah. Because it was one of those things, they hired a lot of people that were around my age. I never worked there, you know, but it was one of those things that the, the people who worked there were in that late teen, early 20s type yeah. thing. And I discovered a lot of music through them. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Their, you know, with their listening stations and also just recommendations from people that were there. You know, I, I would go in there and just sit at the listening station. I'd, I'd look at the guy and be like, we well, got open behind mm-hmm. the cab. Well, do you remember when they would, they would have like, they would have several of them set up. Yeah. And so, and, and then they, they even moved into where they had multi discs in there. So it would tell yeah. you like disc one is this, disc two is this, and you could go in and you just, okay, well, let me hear this three yeah. and you punch the button and you could listen to, you know, go through. So yeah, that, that is something that I really miss, yeah. uh, from, from those types uh, of things. Uh, also in that is media play. Oh, media play. I miss record stores. <laughs> media play was so weird because like, they came on like gangbusters when they started. They started yeah, like uh, really moving across, you know, the country because they started in Florida. Yeah, it was. I think they started in Florida, and then they started, they moved into this area. Yeah, and it was one of those things. They had this huge building, you know, and it was funny like watching them. Well, they bought the old Rural King building. Yeah, but it was it, what was funny was to watch them like get smaller though yeah you know where it was like they had this huge building and they had all this so they had a cafe in there and, and you could yep. buy you know you could buy clothes you could buy and it wasn't like it was like band t-shirts and stuff like that you could buy posters yeah you could buy toys you could buy video games you could buy music you could buy movies you could, i mean it was just like all this stuff and it was everywhere and they would carry like a lot of import oh, cds and, yeah. and, and, and like a lot of anime and all this i mean it was just one of those things it was like Whatever you wanted, you could find in here if it was media-related. And then one related. weekend, they shut it down for a weekend, and... They they made the building smaller. When you came back, there was a new wall, and suddenly an electronic store had moved into the part that they right. shut down exactly. and put a wall Exactly, exactly. And then they just... And they, they kept... They, like, they stopped. I remember the big thing was when they stopped carrying cassettes. Yeah. You know, in the early 2000s. They're like, well, we're not doing this anymore. Makes sense. Nobody's buying cassettes anymore, yeah, it's hardly. it's all you know? CDs now. And, you know, and I also remember when they moved from... From uh, VHS to DVD, yep. you know, and like they when they stopped carrying, you know, VHS and and it, but it wasn't long after that that they were gone. I mean, it was just yep. I want to say oh six oh seven when they finally uh, shut down probably. somewhere running there, and it was one of those things where it was like, man, they were they were giants for a good decade, yeah, and then just gone, just poof, and you know the same thing and the whole thing. They bought Sam Goody. That's why Sam Goody, you know, it was one of those things that when they moved in here, there was a Sam Goody right up the street from where they moved in. So yeah. they shut down that Sam Goody, which is the one where Rob and Brody had worked, you know. And then they started shutting down Sam Goody's. Same thing with Suncoast. Yeah. They, oh, I forgot Suncoast, about Suncoast. You know, again, inside the mall, you know, yeah. you, and that's where you would buy your video, you know, your movies and stuff and, and, you know, all that and on different merchandise collectibles and all that kind of stuff. But it was one of those things that they were purchased they were part of, I think Sam Goody and Suncoast were part of the same parent company yeah, and then media like play bought them. And so, well, we don't need a, a competitor close by. Oh, I miss you know? Suncoast. Yeah. I'd forgotten about Suncoast. Again, one of those things you could go in and talk to somebody. Yeah. Hey, hey what, do you, what, what do you, what about this? When is this coming out? You know, blah, blah, blah. What are you watching right, right. now? But the problem with Suncoast with some other problems with other stores was that they got to the point to where they were really, really trying to get you to like, get you know buy subscriptions to like entertainment weekly through yeah. them because they had some kind of deal and they had to like sell so many a month or whatever type looking of stuff. at you uh, best buy yeah you know and 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 
Um, now every time you go into Best Buy to buy something, it's like, would you like a subscription yeah, I know. to Entertainment No, I don't. Uh, but the um, uh, Sam Goody had their own magazine. It was yeah. called Request Magazine. Yeah. And I remember, you know, because they had some kind of, oh, you know, you buy so many CDs, you know, and you, and you can get a free one after so much time or whatever. It was like buy 10, get one. Yeah, something like And I... I bought enough music back then that yeah. I, I but, but but part of that program was you also got a subscription to Request Magazine. Yeah. And I had a bunch of those for a long time and they were really cool because you know it was it was kind of a like a Rolling Stone or something. It was all music though. I mean it was like It was kind of like or, a commercial yeah, CMJ spin or something like that, yeah. you know, and and uh, that was that was kind of cool. Now, when we started talking about that type of stuff, we talked record stores, Tower Music. And okay. books. And books. And, well, the whole thing. There was Tower Music, books, and video. Yeah. Okay. And that was one, again. That was a destination store. It was. Because that was downtown on West End. Yes. Across from Vanderbilt University. Right. And it was one of those things that originally, it was, you had Tower Records. Yep. And then they opened in right across in the same center. There, there, was, there was a little there was a little center right there next to yeah. where that that building was. They opened the Tower Books. Yep. And so and the thing is, is they were open till midnight. Yes. And they so were. me and my friends would go down there and we would go to Tower Books first, yep. and they had this huge magazine rack. Yeah. Any magazine you wanted was there. I mean, any magazine you yep. wanted was there. And this it almost rivaled my book world. Yeah, book world. Yeah, well, actually, it did. I mean, it was it was no, it did huge. Uh, but it was one of those things with with Tower. You know, we would go there, and then we would go over to Tower Records. Yeah, and the back part of it was Tower Video. Yes, and of course, you know, you could buy the video, but it was actually a rental. You know, like Blockbuster or Hollywood or something like that. But they always carried like these really obscure movies. Yeah, stuff that you wouldn't be able to get at those other two places a lot of times you know yep. and uh, that was just it was just a, it was like i said it was a destination every weekend I, every weekend we go down there well you know? a lot of times we would go downtown mm-hmm. to like a show or something get out and then we'd run over to tower right and buy me right. you know because it's right there between where elliston place and west end come back yeah. together you know so yeah and so it was just i loved that place I, I really did. I, that was I miss Tower. I, Records I discovered so a much. lot of music at Tower Records yeah. again because of the rec- because of the listening stations and also just talking to people that you know. I, I learned about a lot of music by being abused by the client. And I was going to say, folks there was also there. that. That was one of the thing with Tower. With Tower, you got abused by the music snobs that the, worked there. They, they, I swear, they exclusively hired music snobs in yeah. that place. That's all they had. It, it, you know, every time you would ask for something. They just like roll their eyes. Like, it was right, like having <laughs> five or six of the guys from Empire. Yeah, not of, Empire. Of, uh, um, of Jack Black from um, uh, uh, High Fidelity. Yeah, High Fidelity. Yeah, I know exactly. It was. It was, it was like the, they. It, it's like Jack Black based his character off of every Tower employee ever. If you really want to know about Tower Records, there is a great documentary called All Things Must Pass. Okay. That is about Tower, and, and the thing is, is it streaming on anything? Do you uh, know? I don't know if it is or it may be. Tower Records, as far as I know, is still open in Japan, like the, the one in Tokyo. Okay, it's that's not a destination. Still, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, but it's still a, it's, it, again, kind of like we were talking about with Toys R Us. Yeah. The U.S. operations shut down. Yeah. Uh, and I think they, they also shut down, you know, a lot of their outside the U.S., but, but the one in Japan was so lucrative still yeah. That, that it stayed open for a long time afterwards. But the name of the documentary is All Things Must Pass. You nice. know, of course, 
Excuse me. Ooh. Tower Records was always, you know, known for, uh, and you'd see it in, you know, like, in different like movies or music videos and stuff, where it was down on, it was on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood. That was the, my goodness, what is going on? Wow, I know. No more coffee for yeah. you. The, um, you would see that in a lot of movies and stuff. And so, what was cool is the guy that started the business. Like, you get this from that that like celebrities would come in to the place, you know, because it was right there on Sunset Strip. Yeah. And one of the people who used to want who used to shop in there a lot was Elton John back in the seventies and, and early eighties and stuff. And so he would he the the owner would basically say if you come in at X time like before we open, uh, you can come in like two hours before we normally open and shop so nobody will bother you. Yeah. And stuff. And so they have all this film footage of Elton John shopping inside the tower you know, before anybody with nobody else in there, just buying himself, just going through records, you know, and like nice. and having a stack of, you know, yeah. all of his vinyl and stuff. It's a really good documentary. Uh, all things must pass is the name of it. And check it out again, you know, with the name, like all things must pass, you know, you know that it's going to end on a, a bad, a bad note eventually. But yeah, I miss that tower records. And a few years ago, again, you know, if people who don't know, Nashville has been going through a um, a real change in the last decade of, of a lot of growth and a lot of outside people coming in. And that building remained there for a long time. It had become something else. I forget. I forget what it was after that. But I remember being downtown one day and seeing that they were demolishing the building. Yeah. And it was like this is just not right that 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 building is no longer there yeah. you know and of course they put up a hotel and you know it's a real expensive hotel or whatever because that's what they've been doing all over nashville yeah but that was again another one of those well there goes another part of my my past that's just yeah. gone because that was a huge thing uh in my life for a lot of years so well since we're talking about that let's move into the mall now and with since we're talking about tower books Oh, Borders isn't there anymore. Right. B. Dalton isn't there anymore. And Walden Books isn't there anymore. Walden Book is the one. <laughs> I got a story about Walden Book. Um. <laughs> Actually, Walden Book was one of the places that I used to go in and get my D&D stuff. From oh, yeah. Because they carried quite a bit. Walden Book was a good bookstore. I'll admit it. It wasn't know? as good as my I bookstore. Know. You like, you I know. I was local. Bookstore. Yeah, but it, it was one of those things that Walden Book, because they were consistent. <clears throat> yeah, you know wh- whatever mall you went to, yeah, the Walden Book was going to be stocked, and it was going to look exactly the Almost same. Almost exactly, yeah. And, and there were and there were some mall. and there were some standalone stores as well. There was yeah. one in Hendersonville. I yeah. remember that. I remember seeing them around several. I know there was one. In, there was one in Huntsville. Yeah, near where one of the, where my old where my aunt and uncle's Y'all old house was. Y'all didn't have B Dalton's down here, did you? That was more up north. When <laughs> B I was Dalton. Up there. I think we had one. Uh, at Cool Springs at one point. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, like, you know, Borders and, you know, Barnes yeah. and Noble and all those different places. Barnes and that Noble came is still around. They're still around, but not like they were. Dude, you know? I drive to Henderson,ville to go to that Barnes That one and is Noble. pretty nice up there. But yeah, that was, um, Walden Books. And they've got a record, they've got a vinyl oh, yeah. part yeah. of the store up there. That was, Walden Books was another one of those anytime we would go to the mall, that was one of the places we always wound up. Again, the magazine rack, but, you know, also, you know, the different, the, just the different books and stuff, yeah. you know, and I was always, always, you know, and that was, I was a teenager, 
you know, in the late 80s and, and you know, in it the was early also 90s. Quiet in there. It was quiet. You would go in and it was one of those things that they, they, for being a mall store, they actually had a pretty decent selection yeah. of stuff. Of course, they would have, you know, your, your New York Times top 10 and, you know, that kind of stuff or whatever your, your best sellers were. Yeah. But they would carry a lot of stuff like, you know, if you had an interest, like when I was a very young teenager, I had an interest in, in magic, you know, and like, you know, sleight of hand and all that kind of stuff. And they had a pretty decent selection That's of something stuff. Something I did know? not know about yeah, you. Yeah, well, I, I've tried to, you know. <laughs> you know how I, I hate magicians, okay? It's like... <laughs> And it's and it's you're like a little mini Barney. That Stevenson. is that is one of those things that uh, we won't get into that. That's a whole other <laughs> tangent. But I yeah I that I hate, should have come out in your failed attempts I, to be cool. Episode. Well, but the thing is, even I knew that wasn't cool back then. So that was uh, um, start but, calling you David Copper. But that's one of those things that little side like stage magic, you know, and sleight of hand and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, is something that. Uh, I love the history of it, you know, and, and all the stuff that go around it, that goes yeah. around it, but I actually hate the performance and and the people who perform it. Really? Yes. It, it's a whole, you know, it's just, I don't even know. that We could spend an hour talking about this. I'm like that with several things. Because I actually thought it would be fun to go down to House of Cards one night uh, downtown. No, I can do without that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Did I ever tell you the story? And I, I know because Dwayne, our friend Dwayne, has brought it up a couple of times. I told it we were playing poker one night of like. Okay. I was at um, I was and this is back in the mid '90s somewhere, and I was it was a friend of mine. We were at Hooters, okay, and like there was this guy at the next table who was like trying to hit on one of the girls by doing magic tricks, and I was just like, dude, you were. So not cool right now. This you are not. She is not going to give you the time of day once you pay that bill yeah. and get out of here. And it was always kind of one of those like oh, idiot. But it's one of those things because of having a little bit of of a background with it and watching you know some of that stuff. Yeah. A lot of times I will watch people like the way that they the way they use their hands like when they talk. And I'm like, oh yeah, they've they've done magic at some point in their life, or they're a magician and haven't done a trick yet, or something, just because of the way, because they're very expressive with their hands and the way that they, you know, <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, I know that's a tangent of uh, which that actually reminds me because there was a place in the mall when I was that in that age that it was called a, there was a magic store. There was a magic store. It wow. was, and it was only there for a few months because the overhead and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. But I used to go there all the time and talk to those guys, you know, and just, yeah. So anyway, uh, what else, what were you talking about? Um, so we went, went to the bookstores, uh, natural wonders. Was that the science store? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One of my, uh, the, uh, the one teacher I had in high school that hated me after she got fired or quit, you know, I was already out of high school at this point, became the, um, became the manager there. Yeah. And it was literally one of those things. I walked in there one day and we made eye contact and I turned around and walked right back out. It was <laughs> just like <laughs> not happening. It's I, always, like, <laughs> I always enjoyed that store, you know, cause they yeah. had like the, the tumbled rocks and they had mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. science experiments and they sold those really expensive, like, uh, what is this? The German, like the, the the little molded animals, yeah. you know, um, it was the cool science store before yeah. the discovery store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, uh, yeah, I remember that, that place that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, Gadzooks. 
Oh, and limited to. Yeah. But Gadzooks was basically, if you don't remember, Gadzooks was if you took Spencer and took all of the... It's kind of like if you the novelty stuff out of the like all if the, you the, squished up um, Journey and Journeys Spencers. and Spencers, yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, they were a clothing store, but they had a wall of T-shirts, and I used to buy T-shirts there all the time. Okay, funny story about this. Okay, oh. Corey, our friend Corey, who's been <laughs> on here, worked there for a little while. Really? Yes. And <laughs> it's funny because like you have to know Corey because. Corey is a type of person, he, he was, as long as I've known him, he's always been this way. He's one of those people that, like, he worked at Gadzooks, and he bought all these T-shirts and, and like clothes and stuff that, that, that he bought there different. And he wore those shirts, that those same shirts, for, like, five years. Maybe a decade. Yeah, I mean, well, until he, I say five years because <laughs> he, he couldn't wear them any longer by the time that he stopped wearing them, you know, type stuff. You realize he's going to want to I know, I know. For this. Well, he, he knows, but it's funny because, like, I found out that he worked at Gadzooks. Yeah. And at the time, I was working at, um, uh, I was working at uh, Hobby Town. And so I called over there one day to see if he was working, and he answered the phone, and they, they they were required to answer the phone like this. It's a great day at Gadzooks. This is Corey. How may I help you? So I was like, oh, this is this is going to be fun. You know? And I I started. I mean, I started giving him so much crap. He's like, oh, I don't even want to hear it. You know, blah, blah blah. So I got to where I would call over there when I knew he was working. Yeah. And as soon as I heard him say, it's a great, I'd start going, it's a great day at Gadzooks. I gave him so much crap about that for the long, and he was only there a few weeks, like a couple months or something like that. But I did, you know, and it was, that was one of those places. It was really big in the late nineties. And that's where you would go and and buy your shiny shirts. You know, those, that, that late nineties, you know, glam, you know, your, your pleather, your, your silver pleather, you know, pants. And, and you're and you're like black kind of a see-through iridescent shirts. Oh, so and basically, Gadzooks formed into Hot Topic. Yeah, they were pre-Hot Topic. They yeah. really they, they they took over the malls before Hot Topic did. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it was that kind of. You go back and you watch. Uh, okay, here you go. Go back and watch any of the early Creed videos and the clothes they're wearing. They're oh, probably yeah. came from Gadzooks. Yeah. Okay. Um. This that type of stuff. Eventually, they. Uh, I forget. They were bought out by somebody else, and then they they got rid of all the of the the young men's clothes, and they just went to a, a women's clothing for a little bit before they finally shut down completely. Which brings me to the ultra girly limited two. Limited. <laughs> Why are you talking about limited two? Well, because they <laughs> pretty much. Oh, there it was. Everyone. Uh, Forever Twenty One bought them out. That's yeah. who it was. That's yeah. why they moved into. And yeah. all that. So well, no, it's the reason I mentioned them is because they were generally within a storefront or two from each other. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and then there's the the ultimate. Every time I, I think of this store, because mm-hmm. every mall I went to had one of these, but every time I see this store, I immediately think of Christmas Vacation and the neighbors to the Griswolds. Mm-hmm. Because that couple, Julie ob- Louise Dreyfus, yeah, and I can't remember who the guy. Because was, they right. obviously bought everything at, at sharper, Shulker, Ima- sharper image, sharper yep. image, yeah. sharper image, yep, yeah. That you know, you'd go in there and they'd have all the airplane, oh, the I know. airplane store, oh, like know. you'd be riding the airplane, there'd be the sharper image catalog. Oh, I know, and, and, I know. Yeah. It's it just, oh man, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got gotcha. you. 
I got you on that one. Um, um, I'm trying to think of other Radio Shack. Oh man, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought because I forgot to put that one on my list. I miss Radio I miss Shack. Radio Shack before they were a junk store. Yes, towards the end they were nothing but oh, a cell absolutely. phone and junk. Absolutely, store. and it, and it was cheap. Oh yeah, uh, cell phones. No, the you know? the Radio Shack I miss the Tandy was, computers. Oh, and Tandy the- <laughs> computers and the you, you could actually go in there and buy stuff to like repair things. Absolutely, and you that's could, what I miss. You could build stuff out of Radio yes. Shack. You could buy kits to teach yourself electronics. I know, and that's the thing I miss about Radio Shack is that there have been several times over the last few years when I'm like, I need a piece for, you know, like an AV piece or something like, yeah. you know, whether it's a, you know, a, a an end to a cord or something or, yeah. you know, or that type of thing. And it's like, you can't just go to anywhere and buy that. You had, it's like, yeah, I can order it off of Amazon, no. but I got to wait three days or whatever, I won't you buy know, crap from Amazon. Or, or whatever, you know, and it's just one of those things where it's like, but I have to wait. Whereas I used to be able to just walk into a store yeah. and, Hey, there. And I'm the type I want to be able to look at it and see what it is right, I'm buying right. before I spend the money. On and that was good sometimes because you know you would whatever it was you're working on you needed you would take it with you. Yeah. I need one of these. Do you have or and, what or what can we get to this? And you that's know? the thing. Back in the day, Radio Shack got, the folks that worked at Radio Shack mm-hmm. were not just guys, not just salesmen. Mm-hmm. They were like they, they were, knew their stuff. They, they knew. were tech yeah. savvy. Exactly. If you needed a certain resistor to replace something on a motherboard, right. you know you, they could get it. If you if you had a CB that was screwed up and you mm-hmm. needed to replace parts on the motherboard, right. you could do that. Yep, yep. I know, I know. And there was there was one right here locally, you know. And again, there was one in the mall. There was you know, and it was one of those things. But I mean, you could do CB out of there. You could yeah. do ham out of there. Yep. Uh, you could do some absolutely basic um, like video broadcasting out mm-hmm. of there. Yeah, you could you could buy you, all kinds of that like kind of stuff. TV, the TV antennas mm-hmm. and the towers out of there. Yeah, I know they they sold remote control cars, yeah. and I mean that they it was there were, those, their remote control cars were not junk either. No, they were no. good. They they like I said, of course, then you have the Tandy computers, you know, which was an IBM clone back in the day, and uh, a lot yeah. of people's first PA systems were mm-hmm. Tandy or no Olympus Olympus yeah Olympus PA systems. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's um, just for the, the, this, and again, it's one of those things that Radio Shack was not someplace that I went to very often, but when I needed Radio yeah. Shack, it was great that they were around. Yeah. Um, and they had standalones and they were in and, the mall. Uh, yes, they did. And now, and you know, the thing is there is, they are still around and very limited. There is one here semi-locally. Where? It's in uh, Laverne. And it's, it's a junk store. I'm it? sure. I don't know. I haven't, but I, but it was one of those things. I remember driving by it and going and seeing the sign and being like, "That's a Radio Shack." And okay. like, and was like, "No, that's an actual Radio Shack." That's it. You yeah. and I need to get in the car one weekend <laughs> and, and drive out yeah. there and and take a look. Yeah, yeah. And if it's not a junk store, I'm sure it probably is because that's why all they were the last decade they yeah. were open. You know, um, yeah, Radio Shack. I'm glad you brought that one up because. Yeah. Uh, um, let's go through. I've got several more here. Uh, do you remember Farmore? No. Okay. They were a. Uh, how do I describe them? Well, it's far F A A F or P H A R like pharmacy. Yeah. And then M O R Farmore, and so it was one of those things where they were kind of like. They were they were kind of like a Walgreens, but not as good. Okay. You know, and that's all that's all I know how to describe. But they were one of those things that like they carried a little bit of everything. 
you know, the big thing is that they had a pharmacy there. You could buy groceries there, but they didn't have like a whole lot of groceries, but they had kind of a convenience store type thing. They also had a video store that they ran out of there, uh, for a while. They, they carried a limited amount of toys. They carried a limited amount of this and that or whatever. And it's funny because that must've been a regional thing. Yeah, but no, it wasn't. It was, but it was a large regional thing. Like because it kind of sounds like what Eckert's was. Eckert's is another one. We had Eckert's here also. That's another like. Yeah. Eckert's was kind of like Walgreens or a, a, a CVS or a, a, a Rite Aid or like something like that. Kind of like if you like smashed that. a Walgreens and a Dollar General yeah, together. Yeah, a lot of that. But far more, and, and I don't have all the details here. But what ultimately like ended them. Uh, was because of a federal lawsuit, of were like they, a racketeering lawsuit. Were, so, I was going to say, were they handing out Oxycontin? <laughs> it wasn't that. It was, if, if I'm remembering correctly, Yeah. it was a, um, a stock thing. Like the owners were doing some kind of stock fraud. That, oh, they were totally yeah. pulling some SEC and illegal stuff. Let's put it this way. They were doing so well in the late 80s and into the very early 90s that Walmart, like um, uh, Bill, or not Bill Walton, uh, Sam Walton, that yeah. owned him, had was actually worried about them overtaking Walmart at huh. one point. That's how well they were doing, and then smashed into the wall, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, just like they self-destructed, and when they self-destructed, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and um, uh, another one. Uh, you remember Zare Department Stores at all? What what is it? Zaire, Z A Y E R. No, it was another one that was over here. We had one here locally. It closed in the mid eighties. They had been around though since like the forties or something, and they were you know, and it was on par with the Kmart, yeah, you know, something okay. like that. Um, uh, and I'm saving service merchandise. Yeah. Okay, we haven't talked about them yet. They went out of business in two thousand two. I remember this because my first wife's father worked for them for 20 odd years Okay, because service merchandise's headquarters, like their, their main offices. It was here in Nashville. They were in Brentwood. Yeah. Yeah, Which is just South of Nashville. And that was a, I remember because service merchandise was a, literally it was like a catalog place. Yes. You would go there and they would have a display of like, you know, like I say, you know, they, they did jewelry and all, they did all, their all that stuff kind of was stuff on display. And then, and they had a little card and you would get it and you would go and pay for it. And then you would go and stand and they had this conveyor belt and yep. they, it was all in the, in the warehouse and it would come down the conveyor belt and they would give it to you, you know, check your, your, you know, your uh, receipt and everything. Yep. And then you could leave. Yep. So it wasn't one of those things where you walked in and was like, Oh, I want this. And you pick it up and go pay for it. It's like, no, yeah. you have to take the little tag up there. Well, if there weren't any tags, that means they were out of it. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. They also, again, they had one of the catalogs that I used to love getting every year for Christmas. Oh, yeah. The, and uh, the very first credit card I ever had was with them. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, 18 years old, and they gave me a credit card. And probably like 18% interest uh, something or something. like that, yeah. yeah. And if, I'll be honest, I used it for Christmas a couple of times. You know, yeah. Not for anything big, but just, you know, here and there. And I had it for a while, you know. I mean, up until they, I mean, I hadn't used it in years but I still had the card up what, until they, they shut down. What I remember about service merchandise is they had a great jewelry department. Yes. 
And my dad... Yeah, they and they were known for their jewelry. Yeah, and they in really fact, were. In fact, a gentleman who worked for their jewelry department... Owns, yeah, they have service... Um, they own a, a... What's it called? Jewelry it's, repair place up in Harrisonville called Service Yeah, they, they have a couple like of them that. around. Yeah. But it, that was, what happened, and I know this again because I had inside information yeah. on this. The people who worked in the jewelry department yeah. basically pulled their money and bought up everything that they could when they were yeah. doing all the, the closeout stuff and opened service repair. But my mom still has stuff repaired uh-huh. um, by them. You know, they're they're a great little place. Yeah, uh, the quality still oh, as yeah. good oh, as yeah. it used to be. But oh, I'm, yeah. my dad, my dad liked really taking care of mom mm-hmm. and really doing nice things for him. One thing that he wanted. To, he wanted to get her like a really nice, you know, like pearl necklace type yeah. thing, like you used to do you oh, know, yeah. in the oh, old yeah. days. Well, he couldn't afford to buy one outright. Right. What he found out is through service merchandise, you could buy them a pearl at a time. Oh, okay. And so, you know, for one Christmas or something, he like got her the chain mm-hmm. and like two or three pearls, mm-hmm. and you you know they had them by the oh, diff- yeah. they oh, had yeah. them by the different gauges, mm-hmm. and for years you know for birthdays or Mother's Day you know mm-hmm. we you know we'd all go in together and like get her two or three more. Right. So that was you know the fact that you could build really expensive yeah yeah jewelry and that a were, piece at a time and they were overpriced. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know this because I bought it. I bought an engagement ring there. They, one they time might have been overpriced, the but they really took care of you. Yeah. If you oh, had a, yeah. if you had a problem with anything, you could they, take it back there. I and agree with you, that. That's true. The, that is true. The extra money that you were paying for the product mm-hmm. was worth the customer service that you were getting from them. Right. In the end. Right. No, I, I agree with you. Know, that's that's true. That that I I will give you that. But they're gone. They've been gone for yeah. almost twenty years now. And I do uh, again, like I said, I was I was dating her at the time we weren't we didn't marry you know we married next year after that was you know that happened but i remember going through all of that you know with him because like i said he was in the corporate side of it yeah and having to make decisions of who to fire and you know and let go and all that kind of stuff people had been with the company for years and years and years you know yeah and it was just a as that's awful yeah it was and and i remember when they finally shut it down for good you know and everything it's just like dang you know um i i got two that shut down within months of each other okay and i bought stuff from both of them hh greg Uh and circuit city i almost said something about circuit city i hated circuit city Really? I hated that place because <clears throat> they worked on commission and oh, they were like yeah. sharks. Yeah, and, they and were. I mean it, it was it was literally one of those things if you walked in and you <clears throat> if you didn't look like you were gonna buy the place out, they didn't want anything to do with you. And if you did talk to them about actually trying to buy stuff, they were constantly trying to upsell. I mean constantly. Yeah. And they were some of the worst when it came to the um, oh, their return policies, their return so, policy, man, they tried everything they could to get you not to return it. Yeah, but the the thing that they were really, really bad about was they were constantly trying to upsell um, um, audio video component cables. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is gold plated and blah blah blah. It's like that's all BS. Okay. And, and the every bit of it's and BS. the brand that they were always trying to upsell to, mm-hmm. Monster. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was just... Junk. I mean, it was just... Oh, I hated going to that place because of that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Circuit City and H.H. Gregg, I never did a lot of business That's, with them. I've been in there a few times, but, I remember, but again, I remember when they, they closed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I was putting together my car stereo with the, the subwoofers and all that, that's where I bought my amp from. Mm-hmm. And I think I paid... 
hundred dollars for like a two hundred watt Jensen yeah. MOSFET amp, which was oh yeah unheard of at the time. Mm-hmm. It was on sale and something else, and I had a coupon and yeah, yeah. I stole that <laughs> I had a thing. coupon. Uh, I tell you something just, that just popped into my head when I think was remember Electronics Boutique. No, you don't. Okay, they eventually became EB Games. Okay. That was that's what the EB stood for, was Electronics Boutique. No, I okay. think I do remember them. And now. they were cool because yeah. they were in malls, and you know they would sell you know Nintendo or Sega or that kind of stuff. But they really sold a lot of computer games. Like that was a PC yeah. games was a big thing for them, you know. And again, they were a lot of times when you couldn't find it somewhere else, you would go there. But they were always more expensive. Yeah, you know. And I, then I they think were I bought like Starfront there. Or yeah, something. yeah. And then yeah. they were bought out by. Who were they bought? They were bought out by somebody, and that's when they became EB Games. Um, I can't remember who it was now, off the top of my head. Funko Land. That's who it was. They 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 went in together. Okay. Uh, Funko Land. Another. It was a, a gaming store. You know, yeah, a, a yeah. video game store. Then the two of them merged. Some maybe maybe EB bought them or Funko Land bought them. I forget what it was exactly. They're no longer around anymore, and it sucks because they were actually kind of a cool place to go to. Um, I've got. One more to talk about that probably people older than us would know more about, and that's Woolworth. Yeah, Woolworth. Uh, we had one here locally, and it, the biggest thing with them was their uh, their lunch counter. Like, that was the big thing with Woolworth, and it yeah. was good, you know, a little greasy spoon, kind of like Waffle House a little bit, you know, and you, you go in there and get, you know, usually you have like a meat and three or something like that, or, you know, you just go in there and get, you know, your patty melt. old-fashioned diner yeah, place. Absolutely, you know, and that was one of the cool things about that that place. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, they were, and another thing, they were kind of like Sears. They had been around for 100 years or so, and then yep. all of a sudden they are gone. Now, apparently Woolworth is still in business but they are few and far between. Well, I know I can. Back before I got super fat, mm-hmm. I used to be able to find their flannel shirts mm-hmm. were awesome. Mm-hmm. Them and um, back when Abercrombie and Fitch actually used to be a men's sporting goods outfitter. Abercrombie and Fitch was one of those things when we finally got one here because you heard about them and stuff. And I remember walking in and looking at the prices and immediately turning around and walking back out because they were so damn well, expensive. That's because it had already gone metrosexual yeah. at that point. Yeah. I went to and one. And I'm talking about early 2000s, yeah. late 90s, early 2000s. No, I so. actually went to one when I was out in San Diego for mm-hmm. a trip and it was all hardwood and like hunter green carpets and okay. paint. Oh, yeah. it, it was like... Uh, Last Man Standing, you know that that um, sporting goods store. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of that show, but I yeah. know what you're talking. Okay, about. instead of having actual like fishing gear and hunting gear and all that, it was all men's clothing, but it was like clothing for outside. And their flannel shirts and like blue jeans were like some of the most comfortable I've ever owned in my life. You know what I just thought of while while you were saying that? You remember Just for Feet? Yeah. That place was cool. I liked that place um, because they had like a basketball, you know, uh, they had like a mini basketball court they had, inside. They had like a half and, court inside. Yeah, yeah. And, and usually you could get like really good deals on shoes and stuff there. But you used that, to be able to be a halfway decent pickup game. Yeah, I know. And and that, uh, that I remember going there and Discovery Zone was right next to it, um, yeah. but which that was a kids, you know, kind of like, you know, a lot of these jump parks and stuff, sports but authority, sports authority was another one. Yeah. 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 And, uh, um, I'm down to, uh, I don't have anything left. Okay. I'm down to some stuff that we're, um, 
three of these we're going to talk about together. Okay. Blockbuster video. Yeah. Hollywood video. Yeah. And movie gallery. Yeah. Okay. Blockbuster video at one time was making so much money and was so successful that it was ridiculous. Okay. They were basically printing money. They, they really were, you know, and it was one of those things that they were everywhere. I mean, literally, it was one of those things. They, they, were, they were doing so well that you... They were Starbucks of the video. They world. really were. And the whole thing, when Hollywood Video came along, their whole MO was, wherever there is a Blockbuster Video, we're going to be within two blocks of yeah. them. We're basically... And they really tried to do across the street as often as they could. Yeah. And they were doing... Both companies were doing... I mean, they were number one. And, and they I, were 1A and 1B for a decade. I mean, just... I'll admit, I was a Blockbuster guy. Yeah. And then the Hollywood... I was a Hollywood person. The Hollywood video moved in, and I went in there just to see what they had. Yep. And I threw away my Blockbuster card. The, the thing with Blockbuster is that they had... They wouldn't carry certain movies. Of course, no. they didn't have an adult room, which, you know, that was... Okay, fine. But they wouldn't carry anything. It was NC-17. Yeah, and there was even some R-rated movies that they were like, "Well, we're, we're more of a family-friendly store. We're not," and and you yeah. would not get a lot of independent releases in there at all. Hollywood, you get independent releases, yes. and their horror movie selection yes, yes. was out of this world. Now, I say that you had those blockbuster in Hollywood was one A and one B. Yeah, and then everybody else was a distant third. Yeah. And, and most one of them were them, mom and pop stores. And they were, but one of those chains was Movie Gallery that was in that distant third, okay? Very. I worked for Movie Gallery for a while. Yeah, you And did. I loved working in the store. I hated dealing with their corporate policies, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and their, their whole MO was they went around and they bought up mom and pop chains yeah and that's how the, and they would slap movie gallery on it they would carry now here's the thing that was cool about movie gallery they would carry a lot of stuff that you would not be able to find anywhere yeah, else that's true. okay they also had an adult room and i have stories about having to deal with that yeah. whole situation i think i've told some of them on here yeah before. i think you have too but here's what happened they were a distant third for a long 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 time and they had they had they had um little man disease they, Napoleon Syndrome. Yeah, they really thought that they were up there with Hollywood and Blockbuster, and they weren't. They just they didn't have the capital for it, like I said. Well, in 2005, Hollywood Video declared bankruptcy yeah. because they overexpanded is basically what happened. Yeah. They were trying to keep up with Blockbuster. They overexpanded. They, they just accrued so much debt they couldn't. You know, I, th- I think they had about $400 million in debt or something like that. It was close to $400 million in debt. Yeah. And movie gallery saw an opportunity and bought them. <laughs> you never buy a company for the debt. Well, they, in doing that, yeah, they assumed that debt. Yeah, and so it was one of those things that, like, they not only had their movie galleries, but they also had Hollywood, Hollywood video, video, as well as Game Crazy, which was part of Hollywood Video. You yeah, know, that kind of stuff. Well, ultimately, it wound up driving all of them out of business. Because yeah. of you know again when you're when you are a distant third and you buy one of the the, the big two and assume all their debt you don't have the ability to, to keep Folks, up with them. If you're in a boat and you have an anchor, yeah. don't ever buy another anchor. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing, Blockbuster Video. You know people talk about the the running the running. Uh, narrative about the decline of blockbuster video has been Netflix, the streaming yeah. and that kind of stuff. That's not 
hundred percent true. It helped. It was one of the it was one of the nails in the coffin. Yeah, but they had they had the failed block, blockbuster music. Yep, and, you know, slash warehouse music that just that I, didn't I you know went into blockbuster music once, and I was like, I'm never coming back yeah, here again. They, the customer service sucked. Yeah. The selection sucked. Everything was always a wreck. Yeah, they over again. They overexpanded. They were slow about you know. It was during the VHS years that they really thrived. When DVD came in, they they switched over. But it was one of those things. By that point, DVDs were it was cheaper to buy them than rent a lot yeah. of times. Quite honestly, one of the reasons why I stopped using Blockbuster is because of their policies. Uh, some of their policies, one of which was, um, and this happened to multiple people that I know where it was one of their requirements was that you had to put a, a credit card on file with yeah. them. And it was one of those things mm-hmm. that they would charge, like if you had late fees yep. and didn't pay them by a certain time, they would charge it to your credit card. Yeah. And I just, no, no, this is, you know, and then they, they eventually stopped doing that, but then they got really bad about sending stuff to collections. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I'm going to come back in there and rent at some point. I know I'm going to have to pay those things, you know, but, they would, I mean, they literally would like, if you, if you were more than 90 days on something, they would send it to collections. It's I like, think, oh great. Now you're messing with my credit score on top of it all. So it's, I think I had, well, I was a, I was a kid. I had mm-hmm. a card. Mm-hmm. Um, I had your parents had an account is what it was. <laughs> no, I, I, I take it back. I was like 18. Okay. So no. I was able to open an account. Right. But I think they sent me to collections over like four bucks. I know. I know. And I looked at him. I was like, and that was the whole thing. They did I was the same like, thing to me. I'm, I'll just go to Hollywood video. Yeah. And I outlasted them. Oh yeah. Same thing. Yeah. They, they, they went out of business with thing. me owing them four bucks. Yeah, in, I know. In and that's fees. the whole thing is it's like $4. You're sending this collection for $4. Yeah. Which you after, know, is, after it goes to collections, it turns into like 150. I know bucks. it's something. Dumb. I was like, I'm not paying this. Right. And, um, but the thing is, is like I was saying, people talk about how Netflix, you know, and Redbox was another thing yeah. that, which they tried with their blue box. You remember that? They yeah. tried that. It didn't, it didn't last long. Here's the funny thing. In the early 2000s, like the early 2000s, yeah. a blockbuster video had a chance to buy Netflix and didn't do it because they were like, well, this doesn't really. Well, thank goodness, because they, they like, probably would have just shut them well, down. But, but it was like they were like, this, this, you know, this doesn't fit our model of what we want to do, you know, because they were really they were really into the no, we want you to come to our store. Yeah. We want to get people in the store so we can sell candy and upsell them on you know, this and that and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And it ultimately wound up driving them out of business. I remember when Blockbuster closed for good. It was in, what, 2011, I think it was, something like that. And good riddance. Yeah, and I didn't weep for them at all. Now, I do miss having local video stores. I, I like the mom and pop stores. And we've had a few of them that have hung around for a little bit. But I I like noticed, mo- I've noticed that they're they're going away yeah. especially with everything that's happening now what and, i liked about the mom and pop stores is well one my favorite one when we were living in illinois had a little caesar's pizza inside oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. you would go in you would order your pizza you would look for your movies while the pizzas were right, cooking and right. then they'd go hey your pizza's ready that was one of the first ones that we had around here that uh yeah uh it was silver city video 
which was kind of famous around here because eventually it became an adult movie movie place. <laughs> oh, really? But you know, they had a room, but it yeah. was it was mainstream stuff prior to that. And then after a while, they're like, "We're just going to become an adult." That's all it is. They moved from their. But the thing is, they were in a little strip with yeah. a little Caesars, so it was one of those things of. Hey, go order the pizza. We're gonna walk down right, you know, walk four or five yeah. doors up. We look through there, get the, get the movies, and then we'll come back and get the pizza. Now, and go you would home, literally so. walk in the front door, walk up to the counter, and go, "This is the pizza I want," mm-hmm. and then you would walk back to the videos because it was all in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing about it is because you know they would put up the movie posters. You know, oh, yeah. they would oh, send yeah. up you know pr- promotional oh, yeah. movie posters. Oh, absolutely. And when they got through with them, they'd roll them up, put a rubber band around and them, sell them, and sell for, them for a couple for like bucks, yeah, two or three bucks yeah. a pop. And sometimes you could go in and be like, hey. Yeah, I, I want that yeah. one. I know. I know I used to do the same thing over here with the, the movie gallery that I've was here. I've got like a so. cardboard tube somewhere in my house of like all my old movie yeah, posters. I wish I had all of mine. I, I really do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are, okay. And I have one more. And Little Caesars is still around, but it's not what it it's used to be. It's not what it used to be. The pizza's not as... Well, we've talked about this. Their regular pizzas are not as good as they used to be. Yeah. However, the their deep, deep, deep dish. dish is excellent. Yeah. And especially for the price. Yeah. It's like eight bucks or something. And it's like, yeah, this is... this is For eight dollars, this is great pizza. You know, so. it used to be Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Right. You would order a pizza. And you got a pizza. And you got a pizza. Right. And it came in that long box. That long box. Yeah. For both of, and they went and they had the commercial. Remember, you remember the commercial? That, and every every place they went into, they tried to get the same telephone number. Yes. And I'll always remember this. It was 244-2222. Yeah. And the reason I remember that is because they had a commercial that used to run. And it was a guy. He was on a... And it, he was, it was a guy. He was wearing the top half of a suit of armor and he was standing on a and he was wearing a tutu yeah and and tights and he was standing on a golf course and it was the the commercial was he was he was singing he was like you know you call little caesars it's two four four two 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 but the whole time he sat in there golf balls are coming flying in and hitting him hitting off that armor i mean just like (laughs) their commercials were silly back they were they were ridiculous of course you know but the pizza was better back then. pizza was better back then and uh but yeah, that I miss video stores. I know there are boutique video stores around yeah. that have become you know a thing, and and I'll be honest, if I had the means, I would love to open something like that. You know, where it's a it's you're, a video you're, store. You're slash, kind of the real life Randall. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a sla- it's a video store slash music venue slash yeah, uh, library la- slash you know a coffee shop. Slash, I mean, just yeah. like. Where it's basically one of those things where all the, the, the weirdos can come and hang out and, yeah. and, you know, and you can like, hey, do you have a copy of whatever? Yeah, I got this over here, you know, yeah. type stuff. And, you know, and do that type of, you know, where it's more of a, a, a place to be, you know, where the new, new ideas and stuff. Yeah. Because I'm kind of, as much as I hate to say it, I'm a little bit of a hippie at heart, you know. So a little more of a, the avant-garde you're type, you know. kind of a punk rock hippie. Something like that. So. But the last one I want to talk about. Okay. And this one is actually relevant to now as well. All right. Showbiz Pizza. Oh, Showbiz. Showbiz Pizza. We have Chuck E. Cheese now, okay? Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese famously was was founded by Nolan Bushnell, who yeah. one of the founders of Atari, okay? Showbiz Pizza uh, was founded... I don't have all the in front of me. I remember reading this and hearing about it. Basically, they came out around the same time. Something to do with a parent company 
owning both of them uh, or in the beginning or something like that, or, or, or maybe, or, or, or no, a parent company buying both of them eventually, like when Nolan Bushmill sold out Chuck yeah. E. Cheese. Um, and then that's the reason why Showbiz Pizzas went away is because of Chuck E. Cheese kind of became the dominant brand out of that. Um, Showbiz Pizza, they had the Rock of Fire explosion. Yeah. You know, that was Billy Bob and Fats, um, the, the Gorilla and Mitzi and I forget all the names of this. It's, it's kind of funny because... And there is a great documentary called yeah. The Rock of Fire Explosion that really goes into detail on all this stuff. Be, because you look at that band and then you look at the video game Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, uh, the thing with it is that... A lo- Showbiz Pizza was very instrumental in bringing video game, arcade video games to middle America. Yeah. You know, yes, you would have, you know, a Barrel of Fun or a Tilt. A barrel of Fun is something, you also the, the arcade, you know, the, the mall arcade, you know. Yeah. You would have something like that or a standalone, you know, whatever it was, you know, somebody locally would have, you know, we had... Um, um, the Pizza Gameland. Hut. Gameland was what we had here. You know, yeah. there was a couple of them around. It, it, it did really well. But it, this was more the family friendly. Yeah. Because people forget that arcades were not someplace. I mean, yeah, you would get kids in there, but it was also a lot of teenagers standing around smoking and they were selling drugs in there. Yeah. And there was, I mean, it was, it, it was, it was not, shady. it was very shady, you know, and. And I had a ball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> The, back when things were a lot more fun. Um, and But it was one of those things that Showbiz Pizza was like, you would go in there and they would have legit arcade games. Yeah. It wasn't these prize, you know, redemption games and crap like yeah, that. Yeah, the tickets and right. all that. Right. Now, you yeah. had some of it because skee-ball was the big yeah. thing. You know, you had the prizes you could get. Well, you built up enough tickets and all that kind and of kind stuff. And kind of to a lesser extent, Godfather Pizza. A much lesser extent. Yeah. Because yeah, it didn't have the same, which Godfather's still around. I haven't seen one. In they are, ages. and it's one of those things where they are kind of like um, they'll go in with partnership with like, um, like say a, a quick sack or something like that. You know, where it's one of those oh, things where, see. and it's not just the oh we have this you know this rotating you know heated lamp you know whatever. Yeah. It's like no, you can actually go in and buy and like you can order from them. So, and the t- Godfathers, I remember you had the buffet. Right, you could right. also order the pizzas, but they always had a huge game room. They did pretty well, but nothing like showbiz. Nothing like showbiz. Showbiz was, I mean, that was, I had I had um, birthday parties there. I went to a ton of birthday parties. Everybody yeah. wanted to have a birthday party there. I mean, yeah. that was my, you know. And it's one of those things that that place was so cool. I loved it, you know. And then we got a Chuck E. Cheese here in the mid-'80s, something like that. It was out on Murfreesboro Road, like on the south side of town. Yeah. And it was crap. We went there one time. It didn't last a year. You know, and and then all of a sudden, showbiz shut down in the early '90s yeah. and became Chuck E. Cheese. It's like, what's going on here? How did this happen? You know, and that's what the whole thing of them, the company and, shutting and Godfather, down. Uh, not Godfather, uh, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, uh, Showbiz Pizza. Yes, their pizza was actually good. yes, it was. Their it pizza was. was great. Unlike the Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese is that cardboard yes. with a little bit of ketchup. Now. Here's Garbage. the thing with Chuck E. Cheese, and the reason why I say it's come back into Providence. When all of this COVID stuff started, I remember, because we still have a Chuck E. Cheese here near the mall, yeah. and they, I remember seeing they'd put signs up everywhere about, hey, you can still order our pizza. And I'm like, no one goes there for your pizza. Okay, no. I'm sorry. You know, this is, that's ridiculous, you know. But it's just recently been announced that they're heading towards bankruptcy. And it 
looks like they're done for. Good. Maybe they'll sell off the showbiz stuff. And bring I would like to see that back. happen. Yeah. I would. Now, here's the cool thing. There are a few independently owned showbiz really? around. They're not showbiz pizza place. That was the name of it. It's like, yeah. it's like showbiz pizza experience or something. It's, it's basically people who grew up with that yeah. stuff who have gone and they've got the animatronics and everything, you know, and it's, uh, like I said, if you watch that, there's a documentary called the rock of fire explosion. Sure. And that is really good. And it's about this guy that like found out that there were, that he could still order the, uh, the band and stuff, you know, this is in the early two thousands. And, and he even like went in and programmed to put some YouTube videos up of them doing newer songs, you know, all this kind of stuff. Nice. And eventually he opened, opened a place is I think this is in Alabama or something like the Alabama or Mississippi or something, you know, yeah. and opened a place as showbiz something, you know, whatever. Um, but there's been a few other ones that have popped up around. Um, and it's like that. It just, I, that, that again, we talk about yeah, that picture that I took of, of, um, the uh, Toys R Us being demolished. Yeah. You know, I posted it on my Facebook and, um, not only on my main feed, but also in another podcasting you know, group that I'm in, you know, and I mean, it's gotten all kinds of, of, you know, oh my God, you know, type yeah. stuff. And of course people talk about, oh yeah, the one around me has been down for a while. It's something else now or this or that. Very few, they've been torn down. A few of them have, but I've gotten very few responses of that. You know, it, yeah. mainly it's oh something else went in there, you know. Um, but people locally, especially my friends, my actual friends, you know, several of them have commented like, man, that place was magic when yeah. I was a kid. You know, Toys R Us. Showbiz Pizza was the same way. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was just like you walk in and it was just like overwhelmed of, look at all the fun I'm going to have. This is going to be the the best two or three hours that I'm, you know, we're in here, you know, type stuff. As long as I've got tokens, everything's going to be fine. You know, it's, <laughs> and that type of stuff. And I don't know. I don't know if kids have that now. I mean, I know that the, you know, these jump zones and different places like that are like really big now. Yeah. And, and you know, it looks like it might be fun. I've, you know, I'm my stepdaughter. I remember taking her to, that was a monkey Joe's or whatever. Yeah. And that's a national thing, you know? Yeah. And you know, she had fun in there, you know, when she was seven, eight, nine, ten years old, you know, type stuff. But, but now it's like the trampoline place. Yeah. And this jump the, zone, you know, different the, places, the rock and, climbing places. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I've got the axe throwing places that popped up everywhere. Well, you know? those are for people our age. And just, I have no, no, it has no appeal to me. Dude, course, come I'll on. tell you the thing that's really big now is the escape rooms. That's a huge thing. You yeah. Know? I, and, I, I don't even whatever. care about I don't either. I, I wouldn't mind going and throwing some axes. Yeah. That, but talk about a good way to get out your aggression. Yeah. But, you know, you get places like, um, you know, we have Dave and Buster's now. I hate that place. You know, it was Jillian's at one point. Yeah, you know, they were bought out. And, I hated uh, that place. And it's one of those things where, again, the the video, the games that they have in there are predominantly some kind of of um, you know, it's either a motorcycle game or oh, a driving yeah. game. Well, but I'm talking about they're first person shooter. But they're predominantly um, the redemption games because it's one of those things they want they want you to keep spending money. Yeah. You know, and oh, well, I can get more I can get more tickets here and this and that and and you know that's fun. I mean, don't get me wrong, I can play ski ball with the best of them. I love ski ball. I, I literally could like take 20 bucks and, and play ski ball until that money ran out and just have a good time, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's fun, but it's still one of those <laughs> that things. That or air hockey. Yeah. You gotta have two people for that though. You know? Um, but you know, saying you don't have any friends. <laughs> Is that what you're you know saying? what I'm saying? Uh, but it's just, it's one of those things that 
none of this stuff's coming back. No. You know, we might, again, like with Toys R Us, we might get these pop-up stores or inside of Target or, you know, these, yeah. these, you know, the thing was when they, when they announced that they were reopening some Toys R Us, like these smaller mall Toys R Uses, yeah. uh, which we had one here at Opry Mills before they shut down. We had one of those small ones, you know, they had, they uh, had done a few of those and it was okay, but you just didn't get the selection there that you would get at one of the big, it was the big a, box stores. It you was know? a Toys R Us KB Something like that. Story. But yeah. the closest one to here yeah. is Houston, Texas. Ugh. And now they may expand and do some more over time, but I'm like, I'm glad that they are quote unquote coming back. You ever been to Houston? No. Mm. I've been in. I've been once. I've been in the airport. I don't want to go back. I, I've, I've been in the Houston Fort Worth airport a couple of times, and that is the horrible place to the, be. Is that the Bush airport? It's the big one, yeah. It's, uh, it's the one. Houston. I've been to Houston twice then. The, the, I didn't like it either. Or no, time. that's not the Dallas. The Dallas Fort Worth is one thing. It's the Houston. Uh, no, it's the Dallas Fort Worth I've been through. I take okay. that back. Yeah. No, Dallas Fort Worth is terrible because no matter, like, no matter what airline you fly, you're, whenever you fly into there, your connecting flight is going to be on the absolutely oh, and opposite side. you got to catch the train. And you to have work, to yeah. take off because, oh, well, I'm, my connecting flight's leaving in half an hour, and I've got to go all the way across this place. Yeah. You know, so. that's, that's, where we, that's where we flew from. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been in the Houston airport. I, I, no, well, no. Um, I've actually been in Houston proper. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to go back. Yeah. It's the reason why the Titans came here. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Anyway, a little rough, rough salt in that wound. Huh? It's like, anyway, um, but yeah, that's uh, that we we've done a pretty good job here of talking about places that are no longer with us, you know. And um, yeah, I think so. You know, it's one of those things that I am going to have for this one especially. I will have a um, uh, a YouTube playlist of commercials. If you, know, you can find some of them. Oh, you, they're all over YouTube, believe me. Okay. Uh, and especially, you know, some of the Toys R Us and, and oh, Showbiz yeah. Pizza and places like when, that. When so. are you going to get your tattoo? Um, That's probably the next thing I'm going to get done, and it'll probably be in the next month or so. Okay. So um, I'm going to let this one heal up a little bit before, you know, yeah. I, I go back. I'd already, I've already talked to Jason about it. So it's a, okay. And, yeah, for those of you listening, I'm getting a tattoo of, of a sticker that I found. It's a Toys R Us sticker. It's got Jeffrey. You know, it's got the it's circular, and it says, I'll always be a Toys R Us kid yeah. around it. And it's something that I had wanted for a while as it was. And and then with this happening, I'm like, uh, that just galvanized yeah. <laughs> that I'm getting this and, tattoo. And I talked so. him into putting it in a place that it's, no, it, it's going I to hurt. I didn't know. Well, tattoos hurt okay uh, but I didn't know where the placement was but when you said hey why don't you put it right there on your wrist I yeah. was like that's actually a good place for and it to it be and have it facing out yeah. so when you shake hands yeah. with somebody so um, but yeah uh, but I've already like I said I've already talked to my artist you know about that and, what's up Jason yeah no. I know he hadn't met me yet but yeah but I've already shout talked, out to Jason. talked to him already about coming on the show and he's up for it so he cool. lives he lives here locally too well, like we need to in have the neighborhood over. so uh, but anyways, guys, we should have him tattoo you while we're on the on <laughs> no. Television. Oh yeah, come on. No, I mean not that I mean it's not a big deal because Jason will tell you anytime that I go in there for the two hours that I'm in there, we're just talking constantly. Yeah. You know, I mean you can um, finally get that tramp stamp. You've always I'm wanted. not getting a tramp stamp. <laughs> uh, I'm not getting a tramp stamp. I knew a guy one time that got a, got a tramp stamp that said tramp stamp. <laughs> He was a weirdo anyway. So. I, I knew a guy that actually had the words, your name, tattooed on his butt. 
Okay. And then he'd go into bars and he'd bet people mm. that he had. I have your name tattooed on my butt. I have your butt. name yeah. tattooed on my butt. Yeah. And he would win there money is. that yeah. way. Uh, so anyways, guys, tell us about um, your favorite no longer with us stores, uh, Dearly Departed. I think that's what I'm going to title this episode. Or, or and, your uh, favorite memories of those yeah, stores. Yeah, because we all have them, you know, that's a... Uh, and I guess we we didn't really get into the memories so much as we probably could have uh, on this. Yeah, um, I but mean, I, I know I talked a little bit about you know, like hills, you know, like yeah. kind of stuff. But anyways, like I said, um, yeah, get in touch with us. You can get in touch with us here. All right, hey guys, we want to thank you for listening and supporting us all this time. Just wanted to let you know we can be found on Apple Podcast at Project X Pod. Uh, we're also on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, we're on Tuned In Radio, and hopefully we're going to be getting on some other platforms also. You can also get a hold of us by email at projectxpod at gmail.com. I've also got my own private one at bigdavexpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Project XPod, and there's also at Big Dave XPod. Uh, we're on Facebook at Project X Podcast, and we're on YouTube. We're starting to do some stuff on YouTube at Project X Podcast. So if you like us, please spread the word. You know, let your friends know. If you can't stand us, tell all your enemies. You know, we, you can torture them that way. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. All right, that's enough. Let's get on with the show. All right, bye. And so we're back, and now we are going to say adieu. And um, adieu. just so everybody knows, um, yeah, I'll always be a Toys R Us kid. And um, that doesn't matter if I'm, you know, I'm in my 40s now. When I finally kick the bucket at whatever age, I am still going to be a Toys R Us kid. And that's that's never, never going to end. Yep. And, um, you know, it's funny sometimes the stuff that sticks with you in life, you know. And that, for whatever reason, Toys R Us just really put its stamp on my life. So anyways, <laughs> guys, um, yeah, it was good spending this time with you. I am Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. And we will see you next time. Night. I don't want to grow up on a toys rocket. They got a million toys and toys are us that I can play with. I don't want to grow up on a toys rocket. They got the best for so much less. You really flip your lid from bikes to trains to videos.